3: Sarah Hodges coming up about 45 minutes. Brandon Nunez a little bit over uh, one hour from now. And then Matt George will close out Batty Thursday uh, in the 3 o'clock hour. We'll also have tickets for you uh, to see the Sacramento Kings take on Toronto uh, later this month. You said something. You were talking about Keegan Murray and how, and how tall he is. And I got these Will Z stats for you here in just a second. You're talking about how Keegan Murray's, And I was starting to think. I feel like we never see Keegan. Like, when we're there, oh, we yeah. get there pretty—Kegan must warm up at, like, 3. Because <laughs> we get there pretty early. Yeah. And normally normally Harrison is out there, mm-hmm. and he's wrapping up. And then it's like kind of, you know, Terrence comes out. Rashawn uh, gets out there. Alex Lynn is out there. Yeah. De'Aaron is out yeah. there. Uh, Malik is out there. And Keegan. I don't feel like I ever see Keegan Murray Keegan out be in
4: the practice facility.
3: He very well might. Cause I was like, I've started to think you're talking about his size. I was like, I'm trying to think when I've ever like walked by Keegan or have been next to him or close mm. to him to like recognize that size. And I'm cause cause the one I do it with like every game is every time Alex Lynn walks out and he starts oh, his man. layup routine. I'm like, dude, Jeez. Alex Lynn is a, Alex Lynn is a big ass like, dude. Damn,
4: How are you not? wilt? <laughs> That big.
3: Alex Lynn is a big-ass dude. Yeah. Um, These stats from Will Z. Keegan Murray's 223 uh, three-point attempts. He has shot one three all year with very tight defense. Tight defense, he's four of eight. Open, 29 of 82. Wide open, fifty eight of a hundred and thirty two mm. uh and and I don't think this is a surprise to anyone on the planet um keegan Murray doesn't take a bad shot
4: no they don't force a whole lot at all and uh i i think those numbers are gonna go up as time goes goes
3: along what do you mean the uh like those, just the numbers overall or you yeah numbers yep,
4: overall like I'm sure all of those Are going to get better as uh, maybe this year, but definitely like starting next year with the rest of his career. Like it'll be a situation where you can't leave him wide open. Mm. It's going to be. I mean, he's. I
3: I I, I closed. I closed. I think it was forty three point nine percent. That's where he's at now. You're damn near at that point now where you can't leave him open. Right.
4: Facts. But I I think he's going to get up closer to fifty. I think he's that good of a shooter. It's good stuff, man. Yeah.
3: That's good stuff. Actually, while while we're let's let's this this was a this was a long clip from practice. Let's hear more from Keegan Murray. Uh, I believe uh, Sean Cunningham up right now.
5: You was talking about Jabari a minute ago. I mean, obviously, that Dunk was pretty spectacular. How did when um, I mean, you went up and tried to make a play? Were you surprised he finished that? No, I mean, right when I went over to him, I knew he was going to do it. <laughs> uh, it was just, I, I just I just kind of get out of the way. So we joked about it after the game, and uh, he's a good dude. And, uh yeah, it was, it was something that we'll we we'll laugh about at the end of the day for
3: oh. those for those uh just listening not watching Keegan does have like this like half ass smile on his face mm-hmm. Keegan does smile mm-hmm. uh, he just smiles in like the most like childlike fashion which he's <laughs> which he's doing right there telling the story about the jabari Mike,
1: you
5: need to get him back tomorrow i guess <laughs> yeah i was i don't know about that one. But was, <laughs> that was
2: a crazy dog for sure mike's been uh, been hard on you how how do you take that are you someone that likes that that style of? coaching um or is it something where you know you're not you don't love being thrown under the bus every once in a while yeah I mean I mean, I signed
5: up for it in college uh playing for Fran he's always tough on you um no matter what um and as a freshman I kind of had that same experience um that I have now and uh coach Brown he's I mean he's kind of been like a father figure um, outside of basketball just being hard on me on the court um, off the court just um cracking jokes and things like that so he's been he's been really good to me in my career and I'm just trying to take it uh with a grain of sand. stuff so. the, the the rebounding challenge that he's he's given you obviously it's he's let us know how the challenge and, and talk, how he talks to you about it um do you do you like that do you like that kind of challenge where he's you know kind of constantly on you and writing you about that that's obviously one of the areas that he's tough on you with yeah, I know um, at the end of the day uh, he knows that I can be a really good player in this league, and that's just doing it all facets of the, all facets of the game. Um, so um, if I start rebounding well, I'm sure he'll find something else uh, to, to critique me on, and that's just part of uh, his coaching style for me. So I'm, I'm, great, I'm grateful for that. My goodness.
3: <laughs> that damn Jay Triano again. That Jay Triano again. Goodness gracious. <laughs> hey, that young man gets it, bro. He does. That
4: young man gets it. I was thinking about uh... – I was I was hearing him, you know, um, his response. I was like, man, I gotta, I gotta show this to my son. That's how much he gets it. Yeah, <laughs> right. Like I, he needs to see this. He needs to understand because Keegan understands this. This part of it, you know, this is part of uh, playing basketball on this level, whether it's high level college or the NBA. Your coaches are going to get on you, right? It's not about you know the delivery. It's about what they're saying, what they're trying to get across. And how you execute next time you're out?
3: Soren brings up a good point. There's a good chance Lindsey was fighting somebody out there. That was the <laughs> end of
4: round one.
3: Given given what we heard in the first part of the clip and the second one, Lindsey just she got they got the gloves on there at <laughs> well, the beating
4: Somebody down, <laughs> like
3: not gonna rebound, huh? All right, you know the rules. Get the gloves. Get the gloves. Yeah, that was a That was a great. That was a it, there was there was a lot there. James post the. Uh, he posts the entire like scrum yeah, when he, he meets with these. James
4: guys. James can post full episodes of uh,
3: yeah, Blackish. Yeah, right. Yeah, we 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 can't do that. We can't even edit a a, a stupid tweet that has a misspell in it. But <laughs> he, he, I'm I'm I'm, I'm a text James now. You've got to isolate that clip of him talking about uh, the challenge from Mike Brown, man, because that's great, great stuff. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's really great stuff from him. Uh, did you see the the stuff from Yahoo about? Rashawn.
4: I did. I did and okay. I mean it's nothing surprising no, just that Rashawn's to, name uh, is out there. But it, yeah. it's the first time we've seen it. Like we've all kind of speculated. I think it's the first time we've seen it in a report. And I in the way I, I read it was uh Jake Fisher, right? Mm-hmm. I didn't read it as a rumor. I read it as a report. You know what I'm saying? So it's yeah. kind of the first time we've seen it that way.
3: Yeah, he he's been around the Kings a little bit uh this year. It could still be. I mean, I I, I get why you're, you're you're feeling that it's a rumor, not a report. I I hope someone. I feel like Rashawn, the basketball player, has a ton to offer a team. Mm-hmm. It, it's just this. Maybe this just isn't the group. Maybe this just isn't the place. Maybe you know it, he he needs a different style of coach. Mm-hmm. Um, or you, you, it, not like style in terms of leadership. Style in terms of the way they play. Yeah. Uh, and uh, a, a, a you know a great passing point guard, and you know maybe you could, maybe you could get him back into that fifteen, sixteen, seventeen, eighteen points per game range or something. You know, to, yeah. to, 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 to ten rebounds. I, I I still
4: like his game. I like what he can bring to the table. I was um, we were talking to James yesterday. Kind of hit me like a ton of bricks. Uh, I think this they play too fast for Rashawn. Like they just, and he's a a fast guy himself or whatever, but his style of play is a little more conducive when, hey, we're half court. I can really take my time to set up this screen and roll and roll and all this. It's not really like quick ball movement, dribble handoff. I think the, the style of play is just a little too fast for his comfort zone. And he does his best to keep up with it, but that's not his game.
2: What
3: is his game?
4: His game is a half-court game, a half-court screen and roll game. Like, let me – a high screen and roll so I can, you know, set set a screen, you know, at the top of the key, five feet beyond the three-point line and come downhill and things of that nature. I, I I just think this, with all the moving, with all the shooters, um, not the lack of emphasis on, you know, high screen and rolls and things of that nature, I just don't think that's – Conducive to his his game, I think he can go somewhere and be um, be really good.
3: I wonder what the rest of the league thinks of him because he didn't, you know, the uh, it wasn't necessarily a frenzy last year when he became a free agent. Mm-hmm. You know, we thought there was a a market for him, a small market, but a market nonetheless. And then, and I think it was Charlotte. Charlotte was the name we kept hearing. And if memory serves, that's when they signed Mason Plumley. Yeah, it was like okay they're not signing both right Toronto was another team I don't remember if Toronto had the the money at the time for you know where Rashawn was at to to to, to get him but
4: well, Charlotte signed Plumlee and drafted Kai Jones they drafted
3: right that was the other thing yeah, yeah. um I'm just fascinated what the what the rest of the league thinks of him
4: mm-hmm. they don't have the kings to blame it on this time you know, in the past, it'd be like, oh, Rashawn's fine. He's just with that dysfunctional organization, Kings. Get him here, and everything will be fine. Well, <laughs> you don't have that to blame this time around. Kind of
3: worked the opposite. Rashawn was thriving with the dysfunctional Kings, <laughs> uh, and 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 now, yeah. now that there's some, you know, stability, you know, Rashawn's kind of the odd man out. If I
4: if I was another franchise, I would be like, Rashawn's just in a tough situation that isn't conducive to his style of play. If the team that I'm with has that style of play, I'd say bring them here, and and we can make it work.
3: You know who else is making it work is uh, Malik Monk with that second unit. We'll talk more Kings basketball mm. when I we guess return. Interesting
4: news when we come back to. Him. Oh,
3: interesting news from Kenny, uh, and we'll start diving into this weekend's wild card games as well. Today, abandoned Super Wild Card Weekend. Isn't that what it was called last year? No, I've seen it. Oh, it's 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 out there. I haven't yeah. seen it. Yeah, I've okay, seen it. Super Wild Card Weekend. Uh, we'll dive into that. Plus, uh, Sarah Hodges kicks off Batty Thursday this hour on Sacramento Sports Leader ESPN thirteen
1: twenty. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest five G network, from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. D-Lo and KC continues streaming live on the Odyssey app.
3: There's gonna be some profanity this hour. <laughs> Man, <laughs> listen to that Kirby Smart speech
4: during the break. <laughs> Holy crap! Kirby Smart. I'm gonna go. That's a wild boy right there. I'm,
3: I'm walking out the studio. I'm picking a fight with the first person I see. <laughs> T- Even if it's a little four foot seven Catalina right out there at the door, <laughs> it's going down.
4: Hey, I remember um, when the Eagles played in the Super Bowl against the Patriots, and this was when it was still relatively – I don't even – I wouldn't say it's new, but it was new to the sports world. <clears throat> uh-huh. And they came out for the introductions to dreams and nightmares. It mm. was like, oh, oh, it's over. Mm-hmm. They ain't losing. If I would have known <laughs> that was the pre-game oh, speech –
3: Yeah. yeah. Well, Oh,
4: TCU ain't got no shot.
3: Let's be real. I I, I don't know the brother who coaches, TCU. He uh, could have given but, that speech. What's my man's name from
4: uh, – you uh, used to coach a cow. TCU
3: um, wasn't going to win. They weren't going to win. He go give right. the same no. speech. TCU wasn't going to no, win. No, 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 no. Kirby was cussing for no damn reason. <laughs> he, <laughs> but he maybe he would have t- been close, though. He heard TCU had a chance, and he got pissed off.
4: <laughs> he said, did you hear what they said on Fox?
3: That's not what he said. <laughs> <laughs> he ain't take two breaths without dropping an F and MF Dykes. like Sunny he, Dykes.
4: Sunny Dykes over at TCU. He, uh,
3: oh yeah, of course. Um, <laughs> yeah, he, he, he. I don't know that I would have been able to sit through that without laughing.
4: And who recorded it? I don't know. Thank God they did though. Oh, that's, that was that's, great. That's a, that's a gem. Hell, yeah. if I, I might I might just replay that for, for the kids I coach. Nope, can't do that. Olds.
3: Can't do that. <laughs> I was to say. Hey. You're going to have to stick with the Keegan Murray audio <laughs> and not the uh, Kirby Smart audio.
4: Take it with a grain of sand. That, I,
3: I caught that, too. I was like, I, I don't. I don't. I don't. You don't hear that as much. I don't know why, because uh, it works. Same thing. A grain of sand. I would argue a grain of sand is probably smaller than a. No, it's it's a uh, grain of salt, grain of sand. It's pretty close. Mm. mm. Yeah, you don't hear that very often.
4: Maybe maybe it's a Midwest thing. Maybe they say sand in the Midwest, even though there's no sand in the Midwest. Well, there's sand everywhere, but you tell I me. Mean, there's no beaches. In well, there's, there's no probably oceans. beaches.
3: Oh, to lakes. Yeah, there's no oceans in the
4: in Iowa. Um, I said I had a little news. I just wanted yeah, to yeah, drop yeah. on you real quick. All right. Um, this is. This is a good look. This is a good look. Okay. At at t Nick Hamilton reports, at at t WNBA All-Star 2023 will be played in Las Vegas mm. at the Michelob Ultra Arena, home of the defending champion Las Vegas Aces, on Saturday, July 15th, and will be the centerpiece of two full days packed with WNBA activities the league announced. I bring this up because that was what a lot of people were talking about last year at the end of summer league saying this is where the WNBA all-star game should be Mm -hmm. and just make it a basketball epicenter. Yeah. Um, I don't know if they're going to do, I doubt they'll do it every year like this, but at least next year, they should, they should. Well, but I mean, they should, Mm -hmm. but I mean, do you not want to have the all-star game in your other cities ever?
3: Do you, do you want to have the all-star game in your other cities or do you want to be a part of the epicenter of do you do you want Woge sitting front row I understand at 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 the WNBA All Star Game or, or, or the general managers for NBA teams, the players, the stars, everyone who comes out, do you want them there for that?
4: I get you. I understand. Because I would
3: I would pick that.
4: This is absolutely uh Treat
3: it like a television production. Use Las Vegas as a studio.
4: Yeah, this is this is the um the end of summer league. I checked summer league dates. It's you know, July 6th through the 16th. So, um, summer league will be Sixth, winding down.
3: Okay. Well, um, see, that's the tough part then because I think summer you, league pops at the beginning. Not yeah. The and I, I
4: think you only get. No one wants one to be weekend. at the end of summer league. Yeah. But see, but then that's the other thing, though.
3: Do you compete against it? Yeah.
4: Especially next year. Wimbledon is going to put 17,000 in the time. Oh, Thomas it's going to be out.
3: Zion. It's going to be the earthquake game all right, over again. Right.
4: So yeah. I, I think this is the best way to do it. We can't, can't have it all, right? But yeah. just put it there while – because there are still people there, though. You know what I'm saying? There's there's people there. There's, um, there's a trillion basketball tournaments in Las Vegas in July. Like, yeah. literally a trillion. Literally. Boys and girls yes. <laughs> basketball tournaments. Every single weekend, so, you know. We going? That would mean we'd be out there for, like, a week or back-to-back weekends because you know we're trying to go the first weekend. Mm. I mean, we could go back-to-back weekends. Yeah.
3: We could have Airbnb, just stay the whole week.
4: Who wants to stay a week in Vegas?
3: I don't want to stay two days in (laughs) Vegas, but I'm willing to go for this. I don't want to be in Vegas, but I'm willing to go for this.
4: Rich Ripley. And I ain't
3: getting in that stupid pool either.
4: Which pool? The pool um, with all the people. That's pretty fire. It looks fire. I ain't getting in there. That's I, I, I know. I know. It's I disgusting. understand. That's fire, though. Get you a little cabana. As
3: long as it's just my pool and I have proof that it's been cleaned. Okay, it's in I'm put pool. my put my feet in just where someone else's feet have been. <laughs> I don't think people. It's clear people don't think when they're in Las Vegas. That's the that's the, people just don't think. Well, okay, but
4: that's the same as a pool, right? Like, no, the, not if I it's think it's my I pool. think I think we're I think we're uh, Las Vegas shaming here. Like, ugh, yeah. how could people do that? Yeah, when, when we can go to Wackford Community Center, it's a pool down there. Same damn things going on.
3: Yeah, but they ain't in Las Vegas. And folks in Las Vegas, you know, they nasty. They kids are nasty. Out. Kids are definitely gross. <laughs> Ki- kids are. Kids you know are the
4: the gross. one place that uh, I don't want to say it grosses me out because it's mm-hmm. cool. But have you seen Wolf Wolf Lodge? Whatever. It's like mm-hmm. a hotel with a uh, water park in the middle of it.
3: Oh, I think we talked about yes, this in one time. Yeah. yeah, I think we talked about this. And one
4: time. and it, it like it it kind of creeps me out because everything's indoors like damn i can't even get no ventilation oh. can't even get all the all the nastiness that's in that pool i can't even get no ventilation for it to go out it just stays in there
3: Ugh. yeah this not sound good
4: but yeah i mean we hey i make it happen okay if we, we
3: rich do we, we
4: we going to the all-star game though right we ain't just gonna be out there
3: the WNBA also yeah, yeah that's what i want to go for okay I want to go for the WNBA All Star. I'd forward.
4: I I I actually I really do want to go to that one in Vegas. I do want to go to the All Star game. I think we gonna have to make it happen. Rich, come on, man, let's go. We can do either one. We can stay out there all week, or we can just go back and forth. I don't care.
3: Yeah, there's no way I'm gonna want to stay out in Las Vegas for a week, (laughs) especially in July. Ain't no way I'm gonna want to stay out. One (laughs)
4: fifteen. Well, every day.
3: Yeah, but yeah, what's it? Man, yeah, yeah, we can get the show popping out there, though, because not everybody going to be out there for a full week. We can get people to come hang out with us. I mean, I'm with it. I'm with it. We'll figure it out. Yeah. We'll figure it out. Uh, Maybe we get Malik Monk to come hang out with us, because he seems to be the – we talk about the epicenter of the basketball universe. Malik Monk seems to be the epicenter of that second unit. Uh, He comes in, and I don't know if it's his energy, his leadership – I don't know if it's uh, his his willingness to literally fight everyone on the floor <laughs> if he has to, uh, but this this group something and this is this is what I keep getting drawn back to something clearly went on with the second unit and and and, and I'm speaking generically because I, I don't think I'm including Malik Monk in this, but every, there was a, there was a discussion mm. with Mike Brown and probably that entire coaching staff. With guys like Chimezie Metu and Terrence Davis and Trey Lyles and 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 all of those guys and even you know Keegan you 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 heard a few minutes ago from Keegan Murray that Mike Brown has challenged him mm-hmm. uh, to be better at certain things. It's clear Mike Brown has challenged every single individual on this roster uh, to be better at certain things, and I can't you know when I I really I I, I apologize to you and everybody who listened to to Monday's show because I really kind of brushed off. You mentioned in them missing Malik Monk on Saturday. Mm-hmm. It's like, yeah, I'm sure they did, because I'm thinking they scored 134. Like, how much did you miss them? Mm. Um, but clearly, they operate differently. He holds a lot of things together for that group.
4: He's a leader, man. Yeah, he is absolutely he is, a leader. He is a leader, man, and, and he's a guy that um, gives them a number of different things. Gives them toughness, gives them confidence, yeah. gives them a little swagger to what they do, a little bounce to their step, and... um you would, you still would think, you know, for one game that they'd be able to handle that, um, but you see it when he's around; it's just a different feel to these guys.
3: It, it, and it could have been Saturday. Could have just been a perfect combination of Malik being out and a couple of things going in a certain direction, and the Kings realizing. Because I wonder how much the Kings operated like our shots dropping. We're getting a lot of looks that we want. Mm-hmm. They can't keep up with us.
4: That's usually the case. That's what I always So, say, so right?
3: So these, the, what they're doing on the inside, all of this, you know, uh, Thomas Bryan, all of this stuff that they're doing, we're going to have to deal with number six. There's nothing we could do about that. Mm-hmm. But Dennis Schroeder hitting three, Russell Westbrook, all, these guys aren't going to continue hitting shots at this pace. Right. We'll be fine. Keep doing what we're doing. Keep plugging away. Keep plugging away. And before you know it, the King shot stops falling. They got to claw themselves back into that game, and the Lakers just stayed steady through 48 minutes. And it it, it, it was the Lakers that stayed steady yeah. for 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 48 minutes, and not the Kings. Yeah,
4: I, you know, and that's usually what happens, right? That's usually what happens. I'd like to know. We'll see if you're listening. Um, I'd like to know this. Back to work, Will. What is the record? Of the Kings when they score one twenty or more, because when they score like,
3: I might I might be able to keep when they right
4: score one twenty or more. Typically, the other team ain't ain't they're not able to keep up.
3: Mm-hmm.
4: You know, so that that thought process that I have and that we're you know just maybe hypothesizing that they might have had in that situation is usually accurate. That'll that'll bite you sometimes, but I if I had to guess, I bet they got like some type of. 800 winning percentage when they score 120 or more. Typically, these teams don't keep up.
3: Oh. Oh, I hit the wrong button. Hang on. I was about to say, <laughs> you are going to be stunned by this.
4: Now, they give up 120 and don't score 120, and that could be an issue sometimes. One,
3: two. <laughs> so, I'm not going it, to – it's two losses in <laughs> –
5: they're sixteen and two. Is it 16? sixteen? I was gonna say I can't tell how many
3: games that is. Sixteen and two. Wow. And the two, and two, the two losses. One obviously, um, the Lakers. Game. Yeah, and then the Warriors on October twenty third. They so, lost one thirty to
4: one twenty five. So that's usually the case. If they're hitting and they're up in them one twenties, I, I, I was and one
3: twenty is absolutely the number. 'Cause they've lost at one nineteen and one seventeen and <laughs> it's one twenty. That's the number.
4: Well look, what what is it? They're sixteen and two. Mm-hmm. What well, they got twenty two wins. <laughs> they, they they get to one twenty. That's what they need to be trying to do every game. <laughs> well, I'm sure they are trying. I that's, a, that's a, amazing that they've scored that many times at one twenty. Are they still number two They're, in the league in scoring?
3: Uh Will posted that last night. I think four. Mm. Oh oh you, you know what? I'm sorry. I posted the, the, that will posted the stats that you hate. He posted Plus the nine? offensive he po- oh, no, no, no. offensive rating. Yeah, he that. posted the offensive rating. Yeah, they're
4: rating. number one. 119 a game.
3: They're the the low they scored 106 points against Cleveland and won that game. That the second lowest amount that they've scored and won was 110.
4: Mm. Mm. One, they got the number one offense in basketball, scoring, you know, points per game. Mm-hmm. Number one offense in basketball. I feel like that's something that we talked about in, at the beginning of the season. So
3: here, can I give you just some wild side notes to that? Absolutely. They've given up 129, 126, and 125 and won all of those games. <laughs> they gave up 129 and won by eight. They gave up 126 and won by one. They gave up 125 in one by one. Of course those games were on uh consecutive they were consecutive games there. Um
4: I feel like gave up
3: 123 twice in one. <laughs> I,
4: damn. <laughs> Who were those what did they, did they have the games? 123
3: that was the the De'Aaron. That was the uh, Orlando Magic okay. uh De'Aaron okay. game. And then um they beat Toronto one twenty four one twenty
4: three. I don't feel like enough is being made about the fact that they got the number one scoring offensive league. This is, this is, uh, I th- and I understand why. Because you know we want to win. You know we we want to we want to win, and we know that you got to defend to be able to win. But, I mean, this is fun basketball. This yeah. is fun basketball every night. You for most of the nights. You're getting a, a close game, or you're just blowing somebody out the water because they can't keep up offensively. This is something that I was saying. We were saying, like, two, like three weeks into the season, after they got off the off of the zero and four and started winning some games, mm-hmm. I was like, oh, I see what the formula. Like, they're gonna they're gonna get to one twenty. Can you get to one twenty? Mm-hmm. I don't know. I don't know.
3: Well, you hit the nail on the head, partner, because the number's 120. Don't fall below that number. <laughs> you ain't winning if you fall below that number. Man, I, can, I still can't believe they scored 153 points against the Brooklyn <laughs> <Dang>. Nets. Their <laughs> next highest scoring game was 137. What was they that? They put happened? up 100. When was 137? Detroit. Bro, well, Detroit and Indiana.
4: Bro, they did 134 and a loss and 135 last night. <laughs> damn. <laughs>
3: 153
4: points. No, this the people are not making enough of this. This is crazy the the numbers they're putting up. Jeez. And I, I guess I'm I'm guilty of it because I didn't even we're just going through the season. I hadn't even really looked at it like that. But damn. How many times have they gone over 130? Like 10?
3: Um, one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, eight times one thirty or more,
4: in the first forty games of the season.
3: Yep, <laughs> eight times one thirty or more. One time one fifty or more. <laughs>
4: <laughs> oh, man. they did give up one hundred
3: twenty-one points in that game. <laughs> in the in the Nets game, the Brooklyn game. That's crazy. That's
4: crazy. Uh, but, I mean, look, look this is this goes back to what I said. Not, and th- I don't say this to say, hey, don't play defense because they got to play better defense. That could be crazy if they actually play defense. Mm-hmm. But, but this is, for better or for worse, this is who they are. They are a, a high-scoring, high-octane team. And I don't want them to ever lose sight of that. That's where your bread is buttered right now. I don't think they have. But- I don't think they have either. Well, I don't think they have, but – That was part of what I was talking about with, hey, Mike Brown, you got to make sure everybody's involved. You got to make sure all these guys are empowered, as I continue to say. Terrence, Metu, all these guys. Because that's your strength. That's your strength is the fact that you blow teams out the water with your ability to score every single night. And, yes, I want to lock down too. And what they have last night, 46 points in the paint. Or they gave up? They 46, gave up 46, 46 points, points in the, points in the point. paint. Yeah. That's great. Like, the defense yeah. is improving.
3: They scored 48. <laughs> well, 48 to 46. <laughs>
4: 19 threes last yeah. night. Yeah. Jeez. 19 threes. Christ.
3: Assist check?
4: 28. Where's your number? 27?
3: 27. There we go.
4: Fast break points, I
3: think. Uh, 12 to 11. They lost.
4: Oh. Well, they're still good with two or three. They got a good record with
3: that. We'll add that to the two, two out of three category. <laughs> um Will Z's stats a little sketchy i don't know <laughs> i don't know Will Z. i don't know about that fast break point stat <laughs>
4: but uh yeah this is how they play man this is what they do they score points this this sacramento kings team they win by scoring points and being timely with their defensive stops yesterday they weren't playing great defense but in that fourth quarter they found times to buckle down, get stops, and score <laughs> off of those.
3: I'd noticed it last night, but it, I, it, it never dawned on me to look at the number un, until this very moment. They shot 31 free throws last night.
4: Mm, 26 to 31 from the free throw line. Yeah. 84%. That's good stuff right there. You ain't no Miami Heat, but it's still good stuff. It's a
3: lot of free throws. Yeah. That last Man, night, Jay Sean Tate throwing elbows at everybody. Everybody gets free throws. Can I
4: can I can I say this? last night? I thought they got some good good calls last night. They got some good whistles in that fourth quarter. Okay, there was a couple of times I thought Sengun got fouled. No call.
3: Oh, yeah. they was letting them. That was a that was a, a prelude to the twenty twenty three Royal Rumble <laughs> last night. <laughs> I, I was I was just waiting for someone's music to hit and come run down and throw everybody out like that. Especially the first half, oh they was letting them rock.
4: Yeah, they was they they was letting some things go. Uh, last them night.
3: officials were like, "You don't like our officiating? Okay, we won't officiate. <laughs> we'll see how you feel when we're gone because we just ain't gonna be here tonight."
4: Shout out to the Rockets getting what four delay games. Yesterday. Oh my god. <laughs>
3: That was amazing. How the <laughs> hell did they get a delay of game at the free throw line? Yo, that's what we talk about, like a young basketball team that just doesn't understand the <laughs> NBA yet. How did you get a delay of game at the free throw line? Oh, man. I, I the the thing man. out of the rim until, ah, okay, I kind of get that brain lapse once or twice. Uh, well,
4: Yo. Sickman kicked the ball.
3: Oh, my gosh, man. <laughs> Them dudes. They kicked the
4: ball when they already had three t- uh, delay of games.
1: What are you doing
3: that is special yeah
4: i love it i love the way this king's team plays that is when special cooking. they score points is fun it gets the golden one center electric uh i like 41
3: I, fourth quarter points for the kings last night that's the way 41 to 20
4: because it was it was looking like oh man like for real mm. and then i remember at the start of the fourth because houston went into the fourth with the with the lead yeah and um you know, they lost, they lost what, seven in a row or eight in a row coming into the game?
3: Um, I thought we said yesterday eight, but let me confirm. Be, it was seven. seven. It's eight now. Yeah.
4: So they got the league going into the fourth quarter. I'm thinking to myself, they're probably thinking, Hey, come on. This moment. is where we ended. Yeah. This is where we ended. I was like, man, you gave them life, got them feeling good about themselves. And then they, you know, they turned up on them like a good team does. Those things happen. In the NBA with good teams. Like, you'll see uh, Houston against Boston, mm-hmm. and it may be tied into the third quarter, and then Boston turns up and blows them out the water mm-hmm. uh, for for the rest of the game. So that's a good sign, man, for these games.
3: Let me shift gears here for a second, because Sarah Hodges is going to join us in a minute. All right, Pete Derrick Carr. I mean, he's not dead, but – he posted the longest goodbye note in history. And I'll be honest. It's on brand. I started to read it. And then I was like, <laughs> I don't care this much. Like, I don't. Derek, this is too long. <laughs> One page would have been fine. Uh, but he sent a a, a lengthy goodbye uh, to Raider Nation uh, today. And then his agent did, too, which I I, I, th- I thought that was a unique touch. What was that for? I don't know. But, hey have your have your players back I I have a question for you though mm. if you're Derek Carr because you know it, 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 I think there was a report I think it was Ian Rapp report I'm, I'm I'm not sure which which football insider it was but the Raiders are opening up trade discussions for Derek Carr today
4: mm.
3: if you're Derek Carr did you just say no every trade proposal- I don't like that one Try again. No, not that one. Try again. Think, Do you just say no until they have to cut you?
4: Well, I think that that actually is probably part of why this happened. Because Derek was lowering his value. He's like, I'm gone. I'm gone. Uh-huh. Like you can, you can give up something if you want. I don't but, think
3: that lowered it. I don't think the letter lowered his value. Everybody knows he's gone. He got benched the last two games. But that, that's why he got benched.
4: Well, I don't we think, don't want anything you're, you're to right. happen to him. You're right. I don't think there's, and not it's not Derek Carr. But I don't think the value's high anyway, because everybody knows he's gone. But that doesn't answer my question. He has a no trade clause. Yeah, He can no. control where he goes. He would he would say no unless it's somewhere he wants to go. But why then, would
3: you accept it if you could just say, No, I'm not allowing you to and then they just have to cut you and no, whatever the place true, is, too. you go
4: sign with them in the off season. Yeah, there's no need for it. You're right.
3: I feel like Derek Carr can just flat out say no to every trade proposal and then it, one one of two things happens, they cut him, which mm-hmm. everyone believes they they have to do, mm-hmm. or they pay him forty million dollars. Mm-hmm. Those are your two options: yeah. cut him or pay him forty million dollars.
4: Yeah, you're right. Yeah, just say no to every trade. There's no there's no point in no point there's no point in even doing this. If you're the right, I guess you got to do it for for the look. But take it back to Nancy
3: Reagan, Derek. Just say no, baby. <laughs> just say no. <laughs> Uh, Sarah Hodges will join us. See <laughs> <Nancy> Reagan. <laughs> that's, a, that's a deep cut right there. <laughs> Next thing you know, we'll be asking, where's the beef? Some strong 80s references here on this Thursday edition of D'Lo and KC on Sacramento Sports Leader ESPN 1320.
1: C continues streaming live on the Odyssey app.
3: See, now it's going to bother me. I'm it's like Wonder.
4: Cafeteria. Is right? uh, yeah, it Cafeteria Elk?
3: Yeah, it's somewhere. Oh, down there. yeah, you're
6: right. Like Cafeteria something. Yeah. That's pretty
3: good. That wonderful voice is uh, CBS 13. Sarah Hodges. Just real quick before we dive into this conversation with Sarah. Uh, Adrian Wojnowski reported that uh, Tyrese Halliburton sprained his left elbow and absorbed a mild mm. left knee bruise, uh, and will be reevaluated in two weeks. Mm. Uh, team is awaiting additional opinions on the results of the scan. So uh, get well, Tyrese. Absolutely. Uh, but at the same time, thankfully, it's nothing too serious. Right. Uh, but Tyrese will be reevaluated uh, in two weeks. As we welcome in again, Sarah Hodges here, CBS thirteen. Uh, the Raiders' quarterback position is being reevaluated now. Oh. Uh, Derek Carr wrote a lengthy goodbye uh, to the yeah. Las Vegas Raiders today as reports were that uh, trade discussions were opening up. I asked this question a minute ago. Now There's pros and cons for both, but Derek Carr has a no-trade clause, which in hindsight is wild. But Derek Carr has a no-trade clause. To control where you go, would you say no to every single trade they offered?
6: Mm. Because then what happens from there? You get your money You get regardless.
3: cut. No, you get cut.
6: Cut. But and you then
3: you, you sign a new contract. Yeah.
6: And then you – I mean, I don't see Derek Carr doing that, but, yeah, it makes sense.
3: I don't so, either. But he needs to toughen up.
4: Well, well, yeah. well, I just thought about something. If you if you say um, – let's throw, let's throw a random – let's say Miami. Say Miami wants him and Derek wants to go to Miami. Mm-hmm. If you sign with Miami, or you accept the trade to Miami, you keep that contract. You keep forty million dollars.
3: Yeah, I think I think his contract is I have it on the tab. Hang on, his contract. So it's thirty. You know, you, Cause I think the, it's thirty two point nine next year. It goes to forty. It looks like it.
4: Because the question, the question would be twenty twenty three. If say 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 you wanted to go Miami, go to Miami. Miami was willing to trade, and you said no. No.
3: I I I'd I'd want a new contract.
4: You gonna get forty million Uh, dollars a year? No, he he doesn't
3: have
4: the the, the forty million
3: in twenty twenty four. Isn't guaranteed.
4: You you gonna get thirty? Yeah, I think he could get thirty. I think he could. Are you gonna get thirty? But
3: but you could also get but you could also get a grand total of. 80 over three years or so or, or you could get you know if you signed a three-year deal you get 65 guaranteed or something like that he doesn't have that right
4: that, now that's the and that's the conversation he'd have to have with his yeah. agent is agent understanding the the market right like because that is i understand i what feel you're like saying.
3: the market is there for him
4: i understand yeah. what you're saying like there there is a i want i want new more guaranteed money but there is a little bit of a risk of that, right? Like well, you might it, not get that.
3: And if I'm if I'm if I'm getting this correctly, if if we go with Kenny's scenario, you mm-hmm. get the thirty two next year, guaranteed, mm-hmm. fully guaranteed, all th- all, all thirty two and some change, and then the and then only seven and a half of the next year is guaranteed. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And if so, if that's accurate, you're making that trade, and it's forty million, 40 but it's forty million, million for right. two seasons. Yeah. Uh I just say rip up this contract, let's sign something new and go build something together. Can you can you, there know a freaking you think car. the
6: market's there? The market's in his favor. That's
3: what and 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 do you, like that's what I think. Like we've discussed mm-hmm. it. Like I think the I think there's all sorts of shuffling going on at the quarterback position uh this season
4: across yeah. the league. I think
3: half the, the league is gonna be so, looking at different so quarterbacks. I think
4: I think the question is, guys, can he get forty million guaranteed? Wow. Guaranteed.
3: Yes. Yes, I think Derek Carr can get forty million guaranteed.
4: If he can do, if he can get forty million guaranteed, then yeah, look for a new contract. Okay.
6: Hold on, you guys. I'm having a malfunction here. Oh, <laughs> oh my!
3: Oh, don't! Oh no! <laughs> Hold on. Let me wait a minute. Let me let me get let me get Sarah out of the stream just in case. <laughs> I, I don't trust the chatty house. Oh, let me get Sarah out of the stream just in case it's it's amazing how that word okay. function is bye. like taking I on that's a, better okay. well somebody
6: suggested for me to bring it lower and then I tried oh no don't, don't listen to, oh Sarah, don't do
3: not now. do not listen I don't know, to that just they dude, sound you,
6: I'm just trying to make it look good for your show okay? no, you, 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 you,
3: you you look like a million bucks as you really? always do um can you can your Raiders can this Raiders team be can it be fixed this off season no oh
6: Damn. this is gonna take time. <laughs> It is going to take time because if you think about it, okay, think about how there is a market for Derek Carr, right? And we're talking about this, and so many teams would really like to have him on their team, right? Like, he's a decent quarterback. Like, the things that we have to fix has nothing to do with Derek Carr. It's just like, is he worth the money, right? Mm. So, it's not like finding a quarterback is going to fix anything.
4: Well, I'll, I'll say this. No, I think go it's ahead. going to
6: take time to fix the defense, uh, I guess is my point. Like that's just one little aspect in a whole lot of things that need to change.
4: I'll say this, Sarah. I, I, I will say that it could be fixed in one offseason. Because you guys got a lot a lot, a lot to work with. There. They got a lot of talent, but they got a lot to work with. I think I think I, mean, I talked hope, about right? it. They have the, the eighth pick, seventh or eighth pick in the draft. You've got eight more picks in this draft. And when they move on from Derek Carr, they're going to have $60 million freed up with cap space. Yeah. So you can use half of that to get better on defense. You know, you can use half of the the free agent money, half of your picks to go out and get players and improve that defense. You already got weapons on the offensive end. So I think you could. And then I'll also say this. The year they, they were really good and Derek Carr broke his leg and they were like 13-3 and three or something like that. They won a lot of close games. And the next year, I was like, man, they ain't going to win all them close games next year. Mm-hmm. I'm not going to say they're going to fall off the face of the earth, but they're not going to win all those games. And they didn't. This year, if I wanted to be an optimist, I could say the exact opposite. Man, they blew, like, five double-digit leads. They're not going to blow five double-digit leads next year. Mm-hmm. Like, some of that is going to go in their favor. And they were still – they still got, what, six wins or something like that. So I
6: guess, like – when you say like fix the problem, you know it's so subjective because like what does that mean? Like making a run in the playoffs, like just like getting better, like you know I,
4: making it to the playoffs. Know. You think they can make the playoffs next year?
6: Considering that they did last season, yeah, but it's just not going to be. I, I don't feel like it's going to be like oh confidence, you know, going in like we're good and, and we're solid all all year all season long and every single game you know we're we're like the 49ers every, anytime something happens we rise above and we fix it like that's just it's just not going to be like that for a while
3: and that i think that's one of the most disappointing things about this team is they were 10 and 7 last year so they made the playoffs to 10 and 7 but you felt like okay there's there's room for growth and then you go get devonte adams and you know how big of a fan of josh jacobs i you feel like okay there's some stuff here and i'm not going to, you know, rewrite my history like i was wrong. i thought Josh McDaniel deserved another shot as a head coach. i was like, hey, he went back, you know, kept kept, you know, kept 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 coaching there, you know, maybe learned from some of the past. But by, by the way, all indications are he hasn't learned a thing mm. uh since his time in Denver. And i thought, man, there's there's some growth there. Now i wonder this year, you know, heading heading into next year, is just getting back to where you were enough? Like you almost—it's like you have to almost erase this year and find a way to te- take a step forward because you did so much to take a step forward from ten and seven. It went so terribly wrong. You're obviously making a change at the quarterback position, which brings up another question, Sarah. You, Casey, you just mentioned seventh or eighth pick in the draft. That's quarterback positioning. There's going to be like we talked about five quarterbacks going. There'll be like five quarterbacks going in the first. 10 picks yeah. given those teams that are up there. But yeah. the way this team is constructed, do you hit the market for a quarterback or do you draft the quarterback?
6: Yeah. I, mean, I feel like
3: you hit the market.
6: I feel like you hit the market too. I really do because I feel like you can have, I don't, we've made some, some big picks on defense that haven't worked out for us in the past. And it like, as a fan, you, you kind of want to lean towards that way because you want that all-star, but I don't, it, that's a tough one. Mm. So I've, I would feel like I would want to, you know, kind of spend those on possibly, you know, a good defensive player, maybe secondary options there, mm-hmm. but you kind of would love to have like, you know, a guy who, a franchise guy too. Yeah. Not just a guy that you're going to have in for a year or two, or maybe, you know, or maybe you do have a guy that's going to be there for a year or two to kind of groom this kid
4: do you uh would you take Josh or Josh McDaniels? Would you take um Jimmy Garoppolo?
6: No. no. Why would I do that? <laughs> yeah. What do you mean why, why would I, I do
4: that? Jimmy's a good quarterback.
6: yeah, but they're exactly the same. It's a band-aid. It's a band-aid move. And it's not even and it, and it's a half of a band-aid. It's a band-aid that like still like gets on the scab. You know what I'm saying? When you put the band-aid on Oh, it doesn't even it have the little
3: uh, doesn't even have the little cream to make it to, to make the, to, the band-aid come off easier. <laughs> oh man.
4: But that's what that's what any that's what the market would be. Jimmy's a cheap band-aid. You you'd be getting you be getting oh, there for a year. You're
3: not serious, are you? He's gonna be there for I'm a just year. Saying, if I
6: were gonna pick between the two, you're telling me you're gonna pick Jimmy G? I'm just saying if we're gonna pick between the two. You got, and you're gonna, and you're gonna draft, and you're gonna draft a quarterback.
4: You could do that with Jimmy, and he probably, he might be cheaper, and he might be there for a little longer. He'll definitely, Tom, Tom gonna be there for a year. He's there for a good time, not a long time.
6: I'm, you guys, here's the thing I'm nervous. Jimmy G has Kyle Shanahan.
3: Mm. Yep.
6: I'm nervous about that. Like, you know what I'm saying? Like, we're, we're seeing a different Jimmy G. Like, what would Jimmy G be without Kyle Shanahan and all the weapons and and how he's able to just, you know, build offenses for certain pieces? And, I mean, that's a coach right there. Hmm. That's a game-changing coach right there.
4: What do you think about Aaron Rodgers? Would you take him?
6: Hell yeah, I like Aaron Rodgers. Nobody else does, but I like him.
4: Yeah, you're right about that. You're
3: a one woman wolf pack. Yeah, you are know. right about that. No one likes.
6: I'm a weirdo. It. I'm a weirdo. No, I don't know. I just, I mean, listen. I, I want to win. Just win, baby.
3: I was looking to, I was looking to see if the Raiders were the best team in the top ten. They're not, because Detroit has the sixth pick. Hmm. Detroit, I, I think Detroit's better than better than las vegas they, they I, I i think they have a uh and i think they'll be good next year um i'm trying to figure out if if addressing the quarterback in the draft is the right move or taking care of the other needs that you have i think it's the other needs and you roll your dice elsewhere like even mm. you know it's not i mean and to a certain degree lamar is going to be out there. Mm. To a degree, not the same way Brady is, not as a free agent. I, I think Lamar Jackson's going to be out there.
4: Yeah.
6: Now, that would be crazy. Now, I'll do that. Now and the, then you, you worry a little bit about, you know, obviously health and stuff, but. um.
3: Well, you got to worry problem. about that with Jimmy. You got to worry about that with a lot of guys.
6: Yeah, that's why I'm not even interested in Jimmy. Like, I'm just Lamar. not. Like, Jimmy got lucky because of his Damn. head coach. She
3: just your voice guy. Your voice got. Like, why are you doing you, this you to added jimmy? some authority to your voice with that goodness <laughs> gracious I, I, what did jimmy, jimmy
4: do to you I do.
6: like i root for jimmy i root for jimmy like i'm not even like a hater like that like i felt like he's done really good and like he's smart but
3: he's <laughs> <laughs> good looking i mean she she's about to turn into kirby smart talking about jimmy garoppolo
6: I mean, he may, y'all, he makes a lot of mistakes. And, like, no, I, I don't know that this team would be able to pick him up. Oh, Like the 49ers defense does.
3: I got but, an idea. You know. I got an idea. Sarah, what you think? Oh, gosh. Trey Lance.
6: Oh,
4: wow. Trey Lance.
6: Yeah, I'll take Trey Lance. <laughs> Come I'll on, why not? First, that's a, I'll take Trey Lance. All,
4: first of all, the Niners and the Raiders are never doing a deal. Oh, Ever. that's silly. That's silly. It just is what That's it is. That's silly. It is what it is. It's like the Niners and Raiders, the Giants and A's, the Giants and Dodgers, they don't do business together.
6: You don't what? think things have changed maybe a little bit?
4: Absolutely That's not.
1: Silly. That's
6: silly. No. Especially, on,
4: especially on that level. Like if we were, if, if both teams, I'm not just saying this for the Niners, but the Raiders, if they were giving up their third string running back, yeah, we might make a deal. Tevin <laughs> right. <laughs> a situation that might bring you, unbelievable success, the Niners would never do that. You're not even in the same conference. I'm just telling you the Niners would never no, That's silly. And and vice versa. That's like, funny. the Raiders would never trade the, the Niners' Darren Waller or something like that. Like, it would never happen.
3: Just asking. Broadcast <laughs> journalist. Trey Lance might be out there. He might be out there. Yeah.
2: All right. Well, let's segue to the Kings. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy,